Irish Illustrated Insider is sponsored by VisitSouthBend.com. Is it time to check a Notre Dame home game off your bucket list? Has it been too long since you've soaked in the game day atmosphere in person? Whether it's for the first time ever or in a while, start planning your trip to South Bend to watch the Fighting Irish with ideas and inspiration at VisitSouthBend.com. This is Irish Illustrated Insider Wednesday edition. That means we're talking recruiting today with Irish Illustrated's Kevin Sinclair. And Kevin, uh, let's talk about 2023 guys first. And then we have a couple 2024s to go over. But Cooper Flanagan is uh, off to a uh, really good start. And, well, I guess we're past the start now with, with the 2022 high school season. But the 6'5", 228-pound Concord de La Salle tight end has been playing really well, but he's not just a tight end, is he? He's doing some pretty good things at defensive end as well. Yeah, no, he sure is. A um, couple weeks ago, you know, he's always played well at defensive end, but a few weeks ago they played against Folsom, which is where Rico Flores plays, you know, one of the best teams in the area. And, and Cooper just kept on slipping left tackle and sacking the quarterback sack after sack after blowing up the backfield and, you know, that's, that says a lot about him and, you know, how physical and athletic he is. Um, but he also, in this past weekend, uh, again, playing really well at defensive end, but he had a, he had his best game of the season as a, uh, a receiver at six catches for 118 yards and, and a touchdown. Um, he ran, I believe it was a sort of like a, a drag or a bit of a deeper crossing route where he caught the pass, was hit by two defensive backs as he caught the ball. Um, managed to keep uh, keep his balance, and then he trotted up the sideline 70 yards for a touchdown. It, it was great. But what I wanted to start, one thing I wanted to kind of address was in the message board, a lot of Notre Dame fans seeing these highlights are kind of wondering, oh, man, this he should play defensive end at Notre Dame. He should play defensive end at Notre Dame. And I would just say I remember people saying kind of the same thing about Kevin Bauman when he was in high school. He was a great defensive end, too. And, of course, he's 6'5", 240. It's the same thing with planning. And I just got to say, he's a, he's a much better tight end, though. And, I, and, you know, I believe that's where he will play. But it doesn't hurt to have a guy who's got a, you know, secondary position, which happens to be a major position of need. But anyways, you know, this is a tight end all the way, <laughs> and he's playing great football. I can remember, I, I know in my film review of Michael Mayer, it's like, have you looked at this guy at defensive end? And I get it. And that, that, I mean, that's just a reflection of a great player, a great athlete. And Cooper Flanagan is that as well. When I see him, you know, I think a little bit of Mitchell Evans in, in terms of that length. I don't think he's quite as long as Mitchell Evans, but he looks a little bit longer to me and wide receiver like at times when, when I see his film. But uh, so you can put the rest of the, the, the talk about DN. He's a tight end all the way. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I believe so. And, you know, he's just um, a very well-rounded tight end. He's um, he, you know, he certainly has the size. He's between six, five and six, six, super physical blocker, really good pad level. Um, and then, you know, I think he is, um, you know, probably a bit more of a capable receiver than I think he gets credit for. So anyways, I think he's, he's got all the tools and um, you know, it's, it's, a loaded position, lots of really good tight ends at Notre Dame right now, and really good young tight ends, Raritan and Stays and Mitchell Evans and so forth. So um, it's always tough to project when a guy like him will get on the field, but he seems to have it all uh, kind of going on at the tight end position uh, to play at Notre Dame. Derby, Kansas running back Dylan Edwards has had a spectacular season. I know that you had an opportunity, Kevin, to speak with 
some of his teammates? What's the feedback that you've gotten from those guys? Yeah, you know, um, you know, it's just sort of it's already obvious. When you see the highlights, everyone knows what his speed is like and how dynamic he is. I spoke with his quarterback teammate, his wide receiver teammate um, last night. And, you know, I think one thing that's probably not been talked about enough is, you know, his dad, uh, Leon Edwards, um, he played running back at Kansas State, right? And uh, very close with his son, his mentor, his son. So comes from this background where, you know, really close to his dad who, you know, did what he's doing, played running back, played running back at the college level. Um, and then a lot of his teammates talking about how, you know, he's never satisfied. So very hungry kid, never satisfied with the lead. He wants more, never satisfied with his performance, wants to do better. Really hardworking kid, big time charisma. Um, this kid is, he's really special. I'm sure we're going to see him come up in the rankings. And one other thing that's it's almost kind of hard to believe because we all know how, how, you know, he's a small guy. He's 5'8". Man, he, in these high school games, he keeps on picking up the blitz, coming off the edge. You got 225-pound Mike Linebacker blitzing A-gap. He's picking him up. He's blocking receivers through the sideline. He's a lot more physical than I expected. Um, but, you know, that's going to be a lot more of a challenge when he gets to the college level, of course. Well, no doubt. But, you know, I, I, I really haven't – I'm not in the, the camp that, is overly concerned about his size, especially as you see him in his senior year. Um, you know, he's not a guy you're going to hand it to him 20 times a game, every game. There aren't many running backs like that in college football anymore, but his breakaway ability is change of direction. He's outstanding. I'm not worried about that. His physical, he has a natural level of physicality despite not being that big of a guy. And I think he's got a great future in Notre Dame. Now, there's an athlete out there. He's listed as an athlete, Brandon Hillman from Portsmouth, Virginia, 6'1", 191, uh, lightly recruited, plays quarterback. Uh, I don't think he's going to play quarterback in, in college, certainly uh, very unlikely at a place like Notre Dame. But he's an interesting guy, Kevin, in that, um, you know, I mean, we were talking about before we started recording, where, where do you play him? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, that's, it's a good question. I think, you know, Notre Dame's got some space in its class to work with. And, you know, this is a kid who's just, he's very dynamic. He's very versatile. So he can do a bunch of things. He didn't get his first scholarship offer until four months ago, um, which was just before his senior season. And at that point, he had only ever played quarterback. So he'd never played any other positions in high school, although he was the Virginia 4A player of the year last season comes into his senior year and he starts playing the safety position. This is all according to his coach who I talked to uh, just the other day, by the way. Um, and he said, once he started playing safety, colleges started seeing, okay, this is a guy who can play both sides of the ball. He could play safety, maybe even corner, maybe grow into a linebacker and on offense, um, you know, carrying the ball more now, could he play running back? Could he play slot receiver? And, you know, with Notre Dame, of course, yeah, I don't think he'd be in that quarterback discussion, of course, but, you know, running back, I could see it, but then again, you know, they have, uh, you know, Jaden Lamar, Dylan Edwards, they maybe they have a shot at adding Jeremiah Love. Um, they signed two running backs last cycle. So it's kind of like um, they've already got a lot there. Um, haven't seen him play receiver, so I don't know what he has there. But where I like him most is at safety. You know, I love his speed. 
love his hitting ability. Tim, I'm, you probably watched his highlights. What do you make of it? <laughs> well, you and I are thinking along the same lines. And the fact that he's from Virginia has nothing to really do with the comparison I'm about to make. And I know you were thinking along the same lines, but there was a quarterback out of Virginia a few years ago by the name of Jalen Elliott, and uh, he ended up at safety for Notre Dame in tandem with Alohi Gilman, was a real quality college football player. Uh, two years back there with Alohi Gilman. I think Jalen Elliott, don't you? Yeah, no, I, I thought of that uh, situation too. You know, quarterback, he played quarterback and safety just like Jalen Elliott. Um, but I think, you know, this guy I think has more size than Elliott did. Maybe a more of a, you know, striker, big impact uh, kind of guy in the open field that way as a safety. But yeah, similar in that, um, you know, they play both ways. I think. The question I have is I'm not quite sure what he can do on offense. Like I haven't seen him play receiver or catch the ball. So I'm not sure if he'd be in that discussion. And again, uh, they already have a pretty loaded backfield at running back. Right. So not really sure if where he'd fit in on offense, yeah. but I love him at safety. Well, really good athlete. And so you have some options with him if he ends up choosing Notre Dame. Uh, last guy we, we want to talk about Kevin uh, in the class of 2023 is uh, Jeremiah Love from St. Louis, uh, part running back, part receiver. Um, he's got some big-time offers, Alabama, Michigan, Texas, and Oregon, along with Notre Dame and some others. I, You know, I, I mean, we're, we're hearing that there's a chance that he makes a, a, a decision this week. I think he's a little overrated at number 65 compositely because i just like to see a – I'd like to see a better body language, a greater sense of urgency, all those things. But the guy's quick and his change of direction is phenomenal. And there's great potential with him. I think that's a, a, a little bit uh, overranking on the uh, at, at number 65 overall. Um, but you, you know, you have not put a pick in yet for him. You want to, I mean, you, you obviously think Notre Dame has a great chance here, but what is preventing you from, from uh, throwing a crystal ball on, on Notre Dame. Yeah. So, I mean, in, in this era, you know, with, with NIL, it's, it's just made making predictions and recruiting so much more difficult. And that's especially true when we're talking about a recruit being pursued by a school like Texas A&M, which we all know is you know heavily involved in the NIL game. So I just, when it comes to Notre Dame, Recruiting a prospect uh, between, let's say it was Miami or Oregon or Texas a and one of those types of schools, I just want to be very sure, of course. you know, I remember a, a few podcasts ago when we kind of kicked this off, um, I talked about Jeremiah Love and um, you know my source on him. He's always liked Notre Dame and he's always felt like Notre Dame was, was most likely for him. A couple of things are kind of running contrary with popular belief in terms of you know, he visited Notre Dame earlier this season and it was during the Marshall game. But coming out of that visit, and you can you can imagine being there for that game as a recruit, he seemed to be even higher on Notre Dame than previous, despite the tough loss that he um, watched that day. And then, of course, it's Texas A&M, you know, that we know what the NIL opportunities are, are like there. But despite that, it still seems like Notre Dame is, you know, the clear front runner here. So I'll be surprised if Notre Dame doesn't land him, but I'm still just, you know, always a little bit leery when it comes to sure. 
those kind of schools. Right? Sure. And you think A&M is the, the greatest threat, would you say? Yes. That? Yeah, yeah certainly. All right, let's move on to a, a couple of uh, 2024 guys. And it, it, it's an interesting pairing, uh, Jacob and, and Jared Smith, twins, which Nordame is very familiar with along the defensive line. And like the Adam Alolas, Jason and Justin, these two guys are different kind of players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, and interesting kids too. It's one of those things, you know, when you're a recruiting reporter covering Notre Dame, you know a Notre Dame kind of kid when you talk to one, right? And when Notre Dame offered Gerard Smith and Jacob Smith, um, I believe it was early in the summer, I talked with Gerard on the phone and it was just crystal clear that the Notre Dame coaches either really liked him or were going to as he got to know him and that he was a really good fit for Notre Dame. They go to Loomis Chafee in uh, Connecticut, which is a really high-end um, private boarding school. They do live on campus. Um, and they have an interesting background in terms of like their, their dad. Uh, they were military family, so they lived in Japan for a while, North Carolina, um, Kentucky, Virginia. So they've moved around a lot. Really bright kids, really interesting kids. One of them is a defensive tackle, Gerard. Jacob is the weak side defensive end. You know, between the two, I mean, I really like Jacob. He's not 6'5", 6'6". He's probably more in that like 6'3", to maybe 6'4", range. But he is a speed rush guy. Very quick, would be a good Viper recruit. They visited Notre Dame in the past. And anyhow, just my kind of latest on them is I, I had a good talk with their head coach recently. Um, and it seemed like not only just the, the Smith twins, but their family were they're all very, very impressed with Notre Dame and, and Notre Dame, you know, serious contender for them. So anyways, those are two to keep an eye on for this next cycle. Jacob Smith is right for the record. Jacob Smith is rated the number 148 composite player. Jared Smith is at 187. I would I would rank them uh, in that order between them. I, I think Jacob, you know, Jacob's just longer and a better athlete. Uh, mm-hmm. I do think Jared has really good feet. Uh, he's definitely an, an interior lineman. Not, you know, not the kind of change of direction that that Jacob has, which is why, you know, Jacob is is more defensive end and he's longer. Jacob has a little bit more, you know, closing burst. Uh, so they're interesting prospects. And it, it's good that, I, you know, I think the military background um, that that favors Notre Dame and obviously mm-hmm. Notre Dame is very interested in them. And then, uh, Kevin, let's wrap up with uh, an inside linebacker prospect. Um, that is visiting this weekend. He's the number 170 uh, overall prospect in the class of 2024, Oklahoma. I know he's high on Oklahoma. The young man's name is Peyton Pierce. What can you tell us about him? Yeah, I mean, first off, one thing I know is that um, he's a Notre Dame caliber student. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but he's either a 4.0 or above 4.0 student. So Notre Dame is definitely of interest in, to him. He's planning to visit Notre Dame uh, this weekend. Um, you know, a kid from, you know, Mike Linebacker, kind of his profile from Texas. Um, you know, that's usually a, a pretty tough pull situation for Notre Dame, but you know, I've talked to some sources in Texas, and it sounds like, you know, the academic angle at Notre Dame is of serious interest to him and, and his camp. So I think by like the end of the weekend, um, following his visit, we should know more about, you know, how how real Notre Dame's odds are with him. But you have a kid, you know, flying all the way up to South Bend on his own dime, uh, middle of the season, um, 
there has to be some real interest there. And this is one of the best inside linebackers in the 2024 class. So yeah, keep an eye on here. Really physical kid. I mean, plays mm-hmm. fierce, quick yeah. first step. Again, another one of those guys, when I look at his list at 6'1", I think he plays longer than that. He plays bigger than that. Right. So. Yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, he plays, it's not the highest end of Texas high school football, but he actually played against the um, Jadarian Price's high school team just a few weeks ago. So just like that one rung below, lots and lots of talent there. And yeah, he's a tackling machine, big stout kid. So yeah, if Notre Dame can gain some traction with him this weekend, it'd be a real big deal. Thanks, Kevin. That's it for today's Wednesday edition of Irish Illustrated Insider. Thanks for joining us.